Yeah, there's this um, there's this line from a movie I watched recently. Uh-huh, okay. Now, incidentally, I can't remember the, wow. the, uh, the name of the movie, but I do remember the line, and it goes... How cute. How does it go? It goes, how you do anything is how you do everything. Okay, how's that important? You see, I really don't know. I just feel like it's important, but I really, truly do not understand what that means. It just, it just sounds good, though, don't it? There is an idea of a show, a working concept, a finished product. This is the beginning, perhaps of something great. But until we reach that goal, this is simply a big, bogus podcast. Oh yeah, yes, 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 yes. Um, ladies and gents, we are back, and by we I mean me. Back. Me is the mighty Blackwood, and he, um, him. Back. <laughs> we are. It sounds like I'm doing pronouns over here. Uh, we we are back. Yeah, I mean we didn't really go anywhere, but uh, for the first time, maybe uh-huh. the second, in uh, about two years now, or you know just over two years, um, there was no episode on a Thursday. Can you believe it? And, and why is that? Well, you know, technical difficulties, unforeseen circumstances, not taking the show too seriously. And, um, <laughs> incidentally, that ties into our theme today, which is vocation profession. I mean, this really ain't a job. It's just a thing we do for funsies. But, uh-huh. but. after this season 11, episode 8, uh-huh. no more fucking around and fighting out. <laughs> All right, so the other day I'm walking, right, having a private conversation with someone, won't say who, um, and I passed by somewhere, won't say where, um, that happened to be, well, it was once upon a time, a store, some kind of store, I'm not really sure what they were selling, but, you know, seemed like little collectibles or whatnot, high-end collectibles or whatnot, right? Sure, right, why not? And of course, I say high-end with a great degree of generosity, artistic license, if you will, because I had never been inside that store. It simply happened to have been in a well-to-do part of town. Sure. Okay. So yeah, naturally, I assumed it was a high-end type of place. Anyway, this is neither here nor there. I never went in. And the fact that I never went in um, played in line with the fact that I had also never, ever ever seen anyone else in there browsing, buying something, whatever, whatever, whatever. So, you know, I was having this private conversation with someone, won't say who, while I was passing by this now defunct store. I assume it was defunct because it closed down a little while ago and there was a for rent sign um, on the window of this empty storefront, right? Right, right, sure. So, me, being an intellectual, um, naturally had the natural thought to naturally have. And, you know, blurting that thought out kind of sort of got me in trouble right away. Now, of course, when I say trouble, I don't mean actual trouble. I just mean like the sort of trouble that one finds him or herself in when he okay it's like this you know you know when you're like outside somewhere and you're singing to yourself or you're talking to yourself and you're like um uh, for example 
All I want for Christmas is my two front teeth. My two front teeth. And then, incidentally, you turn around, and then behind you had been standing someone with a whole lot of teeth missing, especially the two front teeth, or at least one. Um, that kind of trouble. Yeah. An embarrassing social situation that I easily could have avoided had I been able to view into the future or, you know, into the past and been like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't say this thing out loud. Anyway. Well, I suppose <clears throat> I wasn't acting in good conscience oh, that day. Oh, so, oh, wow. um, so anyway, uh, uh, so I see this for rent sign on the storefront, empty store, um, in which I'd never seen anyone browsing or shopping in my entire existence, um, being aware of this place. So I say to the person I was walking and talking with, uh, won't say who, I was like, I don't understand why anyone would rent this place. For the many years that I've known that it was open, I've never seen anyone in there for any reason whatsoever. Oh, come now. Is this, is this how you said it? Uh, well, not exactly. You know, I was talking in a natural way, a more natural way for a casual stroll down the street. I was like, yo, I don't understand why anyone would rent this place. I've never seen anyone in that store for as long as it's been open. That kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I was like, in all the years that that store's been open, no one's ever been in there. Anyway, um, as I started talking about the fact that no one shopped there, um, a woman had been walking by with a yoga mat under her arm. Won't describe her much more than that. Um, as soon as I started talking about the store, she, uh -huh, she put her entire focus on me. And by the time I was finished talking, I realized, oh, shit. Uh-huh, indeed. Yeah. That had been the owner of the now-defunct store. She was passing by at the exact moment I was roasting the store. And she was like, that was my store. That really hurt. Thanks a lot. Yep. And I was like, uh -huh, uh -huh. well, I just spoke my truth again. I was like, sorry that hurt, but I've never seen anyone in there. So, so you know, long story short, um, she went her own way and I went my way with my company. Um, the person with whom I was walking. And for a minute there, I felt bad. And even the person that I was walking with, the person that was walking with me, um, chastised me a little like, yeah, that's why you keep your thoughts to yourself kind of thing. And I was like, no, 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 no. Fuck that. That shit is hilarious, first of all, that she just happened to have been walking by while I was roasting the store. But I was speaking the truth. I'm not about to stand here and fucking live a lie based on someone else's misguided truth or, you know, speak a lie to cover someone's horrible truth when it comes to something that really doesn't affect me or anyone else except the person who's feeling bad for underperforming in life or at business or whatever the fuck. Basically, I was being chastised for saying some shit that hurt someone's feelings in the moment. And I was like, you know what? I get it. If I had been maliciously talking about this person in front of her face or about her business, defunct business in front of her face, I, I could have eaten that. I could have been like, all right, I made a mistake. But I had no idea it was her. She was the owner. And I was just talking my shit to someone in privacy. As you do. What really gets me about that situation, though, is that I had no idea it was her store. I don't even, I didn't even remember. First of all, I saw her when she was walking by, but I did not put two and two together like, oh yeah, she's the owner of that store that used to be here. 
I would have never known it was her store had she not said that to me. But the fact that she got offended by what I said, the absolute truth, unless she sold the store for a zillion bucks and moved on, in which case she would have never said to me, that was my store, that really hurt, thanks a lot. She would have just been like, eh, you know, I sold it for a lot of money and I'm doing well. But the fact that she had to confront me about her bad, terrible feelings about what I said means that the store really did fail and she really did sell it because no one ever went in there. So now, she wants me to feel as bad as she does by saying, oh, that was my store. That really hurt. Thanks a lot. So what? I didn't even know it was hers until she said so, like I said. So I'm walking around and I'm feeling bad for in insulting this person in front of her face, pretty much. And then, eventually, I decided, you know what? That's not... None of that is my problem. I spoke the truth. And it's the reality of the situation that we were all in at the time. So, you know, if she wants to feel bad, that doesn't mean I have to feel bad as well. And I would have been a little compassionate had she not been so fucking evil about the whole thing. Like, oh, yeah, 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 well, you're hurting my feelings right now by speaking the truth. It's like, okay, so if you seem to be a nice person about this thing, I would have been like, oh, you know what, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean for you to hear that or something, but no. Well, long spiel is long spiel. <laughs> all right, spiel is spiel. Okay, so basically, all that I can take away from this situation is this, okay? Just like that saying goes, how you do anything is how you do everything. I think I sort of know what that means in relation to this little story that I'm spinning right now, this little tale that I'm spinning. And it goes... If she had been a better business person, she would have a better attitude. <laughs> no, that's terrible to say. Um, if she'd approached me in a different way, I would have approached her in a different way. And because she's so fucking salty about having failed at something, because she didn't do it well, uh, now she has to rub that salt into me to try to hurt me as well. No, I ain't having it. How you do anything is how you do everything. It's stuck in my mind, really. But um, here's my take on what this saying means. And this is without research, of course. This is how I roll. Um, I just think it out. Okay, so I have seen, actually, a great example of this um, when it comes to, say, art. Because I draw a lot. I, I dabble in the arts. I'm an artiste of a sort. Um, what I realize is that while you're sharpening one skill, refining one skill, you inadvertently and... What, what's the term I'm looking for here? Unavoidably? Uh, yeah, I guess. Unavoidably and inevitably. Yes. You inevitably, uh -huh. during the commission of practicing one thing, you inevitably learn important things that you carry with you to improve at other areas in your life. For instance, if you figure out how to organize your life to become a better, a better, a better sketch artist, say you're just using paper and a pen, inevitably you realize that organization in life is key to successfully doing a thing. So you bring that organization, no, talent, uh, in another area of your life, say 
you work in the garden and you're like, okay, I can have a better garden if I organize this way. I've learned that organization is key. So, you know, to, to not be vague uh, anymore, I'm just saying, um, in general, well, I guess that is being vague again. Yes, 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 it is, yes. Okay, um, yeah. How you do anything is how you do everything. Or, better put, is how you should do everything. If you've decided that a great way to organize your life and accomplish things is way number one, then you can carry that same way into any other practice of your entire existence. So how you do anything is how you should do everything. Uh-huh. Goes to follow. And really and truly all this means in, um, in relation to vocation and profession is that if you're a nice people-oriented person in business, chances are you'll be nice like that in real life as well. The greatest example I can cite of this great quote, how you do anything is how you do everything, and I do believe I've cited this before, it just comes to mind that I have, but I can't prove it right now, so it really doesn't matter. Anyway, the greatest example of this is that Michael Jordan is perhaps one of the most competitive individuals on the planet, and definitely one of the most competitive athletes of all time. He is so competitive that not only is he or was he competitive on the basketball court, he was competitive in every single competition he ever entered in, whether it was golf or throwing ping pong balls. Yeah, I do remember talking about this. Anyway, um, he was just all around competitive all the time. How you do anything is how you do everything. And I think I get it now. Yes, I think I get it now, which means really you can't half-ass anything in life. You have to decide who you are, what you want to do, and how you're going to do that shit. And then you have to do a certain type of activity to accomplish your goals, and you have to be consistent. How you do anything is how you do everything. If you're a dickhead to people, then you're probably going to be a dickhead all around. But if you're a good person, then you're probably going to be a good person all around. And you won't get into sticky situations where you accidentally hear someone talking about how, you, how your business failed and then you uh, pretend it's that person's fault. It really ain't. Just do better in life. An interesting, interesting spiel of an episode there. How do we wrap? Well, we can wrap by saying that it should serve us all um, very well to just commit to doing better at everything in our lives. Just, just, just doing better. Just, just do better. There is an idea of a show, a working concept, a finished product. This is the beginning, perhaps of something great. But until we reach that goal, this is simply a big bogus podcast. Uh, uh, a little a little end note a little caveat um about what has been said here today um i'm not saying the woman that i met was a dickhead i'm just saying that she didn't seem to be in a good space in life <laughs> i mean don't take out your problems on other people just because of the way you feel all right just do 
better.